Ayan na, ayan na mga kamet, hakamusta kayo dyan. I hope nakikita niyo ako. I hope yung internet natin is not as bad as usual. Hindi pa rin tayo sa, sa minamahal natin hometown. Lahat okay except yung internet. Medyo nowadays. Ito na, ito na mga kameta, Ito na mga kameta. Medyo na-leak na po yung copy ng Pulse Asia survey nung December for senatorial bids in 2025. And exactly katulad ng pinag-usapan natin dun sa ating R&R show with Ronald Yamas. Ito na, mukhang malaking chance na at least tatlong kandidato galing sa totoong opposition uh, na pwedeng pumasok sa Magic 12 should, of course, any of them, if not all of them, uh, run for office uh, next year. Of course, before the end of this year, and dito na tayo 2024, dapat na mag-register ang mga kandidato for the race next year. So more or less in few months from now, magsisimula yung totoong labanan. No? At exactly katulad ang sinabi natin, the situation is not as hopeless as some people think. But of course, it's not gonna be easy. Now, before pupunta tayo dun sa Pulse Asia survey, alam ko narami nagmamahal sa Pulse Asia, but let me tell you, mga kameta, mga, especially mga ka-Google trends, ang Pulse Asia yung pinaka-hopeful na survey na kita ko as far as chances for opposition is concerned dun sa 2025. And again, ulitin natin kasi kahapon nga, medyo nagkaroon ng problema sa connection. I hope today is slightly better. Ulitin natin na bakit mahalaga. Ulitin natin itong usapin na bakit mahalaga, ang, uh, mahalaga na yung opposition. I, uh, mag, uh, I mean, even if it, it takes scrambling, sige lang mag-scramble sila para lang makapasok sila dito sa, sa, sa Magic 12 in the Senate or any national position. Anyway, kanina... Um, meron tayong interview dun sa ating uh, mother station of course at uh, uh, of course I was I was preparing for a very you know set, important set of questions of course we're talking about the ICC we're talking about yung mga calculus ng unity we're talking about the political landscape pero mukhang ang uh, medyo ang trending kanina no itong awayan ng mga minamahal yung vloggers no uh, eto parang ayoko na lang i-play to kaya na lang mag-play yan oh eto ong Standby, ilagyan natin dito sa camera. Grabe. Kusang landas namin sa mga May, May 2016. Tapos dire-diretso naman. Tapos naisip ko, tatandaan ko noon, nine years later, noong 2022 na, tatandaan ko yun, mga bandang Marso, Pebrero, Marso, February or March 2022. Nag-message sa akin ng SAS, kung natarunasan ako, Nasa ano? Yung skwelahan. Basa siya, basa Nasa Britain. So, ano, after, the, ano, the, sabi ni Sas, uuwi daw siya ng Pilipinas kasi daw wala daw siya residence visa doon. Tapos sabi ko, ba't di ka na-renew? Di ba nagkaturo siya sa Maastricht? Sabi ko, ba't di ka na-renew? Eh, pinag-tripan daw siya na akbayan, parang ganun. Tapos ako naman, bilang kaibigan, sabi ko, hmm, Eh, sige, tulungan na lang paano gagawin. Tapos, na, alam nyo kasi, Ayan, nag-robot na. Kasi, ang, ang kwento for the past nine years, eh, naging babysitter ako ni Sas. Yun ang bottom line, babysitter ni Sas. Eh, de, gumawa yan ang page, mga 2016. Uh, gumawa ng page ng 2016. Umuwi ng Pilipinas, ako susundo. Walang titirhan sa bahay ko magtitira. Walang paggasto sa akin ihingi. 
Naitanda ko pa nga eh, nung, nung, mag, nung magtatuturo na yan sa Maastricht, wala pa nga pabayad ng bahay yan eh. Oh, tapos sa akin pa nangutang. So sabi ko, sa akin naman eh, kaibigan naman eh, dumano. Ang hindi ko maintindihan, sabi yun na mula, eh, mayama ka pala tipi, may pera ka pala, ganyan. Eh, totoo naman may naipon ako. Totoo naman yun. Sa panagin nyo, mapapakot ako ng daan libo si Sars nung panahon na magkaibigan pa kami. Nang wala akong pera. Sa, ikaw yun, sinong ilang kaibigan nyo na uutakin nyo sa daan libo? Oh. Oh, sa pala, so, ano, ano ibig sabihin nito? Nung panahon na napapakinabangan pa, ikaw Sars, nung panahon na napapakinabangan mo pa ako at nautangan mo pa ako ng daan libo, walang issue sa'yo na may pera ako pero noong naghiwalay na tayo ng landas o siguro hindi man ako napapakinabangan bigla nag-i-issue na o nag-i-issue na e bakit ganun? ano ba ito? hindi naman ito wait lang ba? ano nga? wait lang eh alright tapos ano? ano ba ito? Over the years, eh, tipi-tipi, ganyan. Tapos mga bandang 20, nung pandemic na, eh, siyempre, petics lahat. Sabi ko, hindi makapag-aral nga ka ako. Napinag-uusapan namin ni Sas yun, eh. Sabi ko, sabi, uh, si actually, ang unang nag-float sa akin na mag-aral sa Europe, si Sas. Ang sabi niya, alam mo ba, RJ, ang dali-daling, ano, ang dali-daling kumuha ng scholarship dito sa Europe, ganyan. Mag-aral ka dito, kahit matanda naman dito, pinag-ano, Okay lang mag-aaral, ganyan. Tapos sabi ko, okay. ano, eh, eh, makunat ako. Kasi nga guys, ganito, hindi ko galing nakikipag nag-uusap ng pera. Gets nyo? Taki eh. Mas maganda pa yung, ano, yung may kaya, tapos tahimik lang. Eh, ganun lang naman ako eh. Okay, anyway guys, buong eto, 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 balikan natin ito. Sorry, naisayis ko lang dito. Wala tayong ano eh. Wala tayong mga... Um, dal- dalang mga OBS and all But anyways, mukhang medyo uminit-unit itong uh, away ng mga ex-same camp DDS people But you know, as far as I'm concerned I mean, last year pa lang nakita natin yan eh. Especially nung time na si BBM ay nag-push for expansion of the Enhanced Defense Cooperation Agreement Doon talaga nakakaalaman nakaka- na yung mga dating Uh, same DDS camp Kasi nag-split na eh And some of the big names uh, Major bloggers nila Ay uh, talagang uh, Ito na Talagang uh, Nag-all opposition mode Doon sa ETCA Nag-all pro-China mode Nag-all pro-Duterte mode But some of them Including this person Na dating orgmate natin Actually, as far as I know Nag-defend Yung position na administration Pagdating sa ETCA And I think there was a time Na nag-back and forth pa yung dalawa na yan Na Sinong may mas alam dito sa foreign policy? Mukhang yung isa sabi na may access daw siya sa information. Yung isa wala daw. Yung mga ganyan. Mga ganyan na flex-flex na yan. But anyway, I don't, I don't want to get into you know whatever of these people. But ang, ang sinasabi ko lang, actually, isang dahilan na matagal namin alam na magkakaroon talaga ng gulo dito sa unity at hindi tatagal unity is because of itong hidwana na kita natin uh, sa pagitan ng mga big blog major bloggers nila right um blogger naman talaga i mean nothing more i can say about them hindi naman sila expert din naman sila ano anyway anyway um 
So, so I'm not surprised na medyo nag-intensify na ito. So, yun lang. I mean, but for me, um, again, I know na parating may, uh, may uh, temptation, no? Na ang gusto ng tao ay magpa-popcorn na lang, uh, just to have fun uh, at the expense of these people, having this meltdown and all of that. Pero para sa akin, um, para sa akin mga kameta, eh, you know, this is a golden opportunity for the opposition to get its act together. Real opposition. Kasi yung nakikita natin na opposition ngayon, ito, mga, ito yung pro-digong side na hindi natutuwa sa direction ng uh, ating bansa ngayon sa ilalim ni BBM. Dahil sa kanilang palagay, si BBM ay mas malapit sa ang kanyang, hindi lang temperament, pero mas malapit yung kanyang polisiya dun sa mga liberals or yung mga beto noir, yung mga pinakalaban ng mga DDS. No? Now, for me, of course, I see why people are having fun. People are enjoying picking up the popcorn. People are enjoying these people spilling the beans on each other. Well, well, no, I don't know. I don't know how much true yung mga beans spilling nila. But whatever. Um, <laughs> para sa akin, how should I put it? Um, I'm glad that actually maraming, maraming, maraming tao, katulad ni, for instance, sila Christian Esguera, or yung kaibigan natin si Kristan, among others, no, ay nagiging active na online, on YouTube, on social media. So, hindi na ito yung traditional situation kung saan ang labanan ay mainstream journalist media na katulad natin, and then pagdating sa social media, sila yung superpowers. And then, ano na lang, magkakaalaman na. No, ngayon, malakas na rin yung, uh, yung mga progressives, malakas na rin yung mga legit journalists, legit experts, na meron na rin silang sariling mga YouTube channels, meron na silang sariling mga social media platforms, meron na silang, silang sariling mga uh, fan base, ayan, mga facts, faxnatics bang tawag doon kaya na, or mga ganon, or mga kameta, of course, for that matter, di ba? Alam naman, number one lang naman tayo sa political podcast. Ganun lang naman yung levels natin. But, <laughs> sorry lang. No, but, but you get what I'm saying, mga kameta. No? Um, so, I see... I see some good signs here. I see some uh, green shoots here. Kung saan, medyo may mga marami sa atin, uh, mga kababayan na may sense of critical thinking, may sense of, uh, you know, we want politics based on evidence, we want politics based on sanity, on, on reasonable, uh, reasonableness, on rationality, based on human rights, no? Lumalakas na online ngayon. At kitang-kita ko yan, sa YouTube, sa social media, lumalaban na. But of course, hindi pwede hanggang dyan lang. So hindi pwede hanggang popcorn lang, number one. Hindi lang pwede hanggang lumalaban lang sa social media. Or, uh, of course, good naman na medyo patas na yung laban ngayon. Para yung mga kababayan natin, meron silang options. Na It's not about them either having cable news channel connection uh, or going to YouTube for free and watching some trashy people talking about how Tata is the best president in the solar system. No, hindi na siya ganun. No? So ngayon, pwede libre, punta ka YouTube, manood ka ng yung mga katulad natin, di ba? And malalaman mo mga kapalpakan ng mga populist, strongman, etc. And at the same time, magkakaroon ka rin ng critical thinking pagdating dun naman sa kakulangan ng ibang presidente, including mga liberals, reforms, progressive, etc. At pwede rin natin pag-usapan ano yung mga kailangan mangyari para mag-move forward yung ating democracy in the right direction. Hindi lang real change, but real good change. May real change naman kay Tatay Digong, except for the worst. Diba? So we, we want real good change. Now, speaking of real good change, kailangan din ng, uh, kailangan din na magkakaroon ng leveling dun sa actual state institutions, especially sa national level. Especially sa national level. And especially sa Senado. Mahalaga kasi mga Senado. So, 
Katulad ng pinag-usapan natin kahapon, mga kameta, of course, pasensya na, medyo connection and all has not been so good. So I'm just trying to alternate between different sides to get the best connection possible. Na, eto yung sinabi ko eh. Na, yes, I understand kung may mga iba nagsasabi na perhaps uh, 2025 is too early na sa daming talo ng opposition, real opposition, progressive, liberal opposition, 2016, si Aleni lang naman talagang stellar victory, 2019, wala. And then 2022, si Riza yung lang nakapasok talaga from real opposition to sa national level election. So, after three bruising defeats, some are thinking maybe it's time for really deep soul searching and perhaps realistically we have to look at 2028. Pero ang argument ko dito is, baka hindi na, baka hindi na darating yung 2028 elections in the sense that we're expecting it because 2025 pa lang, pwede ma-determine yung future ng ating political system should the pro-Marcos camp push ahead with constitutional change altogether. That's a very, very big possibility na kung sobrang big time yung panalo ng pro-BBM camp. And my, and my genuine concern sila na pwedeng manalo mga Duterte sing 2028 pagdating sa presidency, then baka ipipreempt nila yan and they'll push for constitutional change as early as 2025 right after elections and they may have enough number to do that. So that's exactly where kailangan ng my opposition. You need... People from the opposition to be there in the room to have a say and and to have a seat at the table. Mahalagayan, to have a seat at the table is very, very important for the opposition because otherwise they could be completely boxed out. Not only from the drama of Duterte versus Marcos and the conflagration of, of the uni team, but potentially makakaran ng boxing out out of the political landscape for the foreseeable future if makakaran ng constitutional change. Uh, you know, and, and in the process of taking out the Duterte's or preventing them from coming back 2028, baka completely ma-engineering isang bagong saligang batas, isang new constitutional order kung saan there's really limited space for real progressive liberal opposition. Now, speaking of all of this, in fairness naman may mga green shoots. So, kahapon, pinag-usapan natin yung Okta survey. And before that, of course, pinag-usapan din natin yung uh, Publicus Asia survey. Uh, you also had snippets of your interview natin sa CNN Philippines the other day. So, pag tinignan yung mga survey niyan, quote-unquote surveys niyan, uh, you know, you're gonna be a little bit concerned because parang si Lenny lang parang may chance to, at even Lenny is not within even the striking distance dun sa mga surveys na kita natin. And then, si Tatay Digong daw ang number one dun sa isang survey na very credible, di ba? But, but, eto, Uh, from the copy that we saw from Pulse Asia, at gusto ko i-share sa inyo yan, kasi pinag-usapan namin ni, I, I think first it was in fairness, Ronald Diamas who mentioned it, and he, and he said it gives you some room for optimism, and then ngayon it's also circulating online, uh, kasi commission yata survey ito, so hindi siya for public. Ito ah. So ito mga kameta, no? kung titignan nyo dito, right? Kung titignan nyo dito, Alright, ipopost. So, obviously, again, number one si Erwin Tulfo. Sabi ko, yun yung consistent na pattern na kita natin sa lahat ng surveys. Isa pa naman Tulfo ang in the lead. And then you have, you know, usual suspects like, you know, yung mga artista, celebrity, politicos like Tito Soto. Hindi ito Tito Boy Soto. Vicente, Tito Soto. And then, of course, you have the uh, other versions, the younger version of that like Isko Moreno. Nasa top four, top five na rin. And then you have yung mga digong the digong team, team digong, no? Bongo, uh, De La Rosa, Bato, Aimi, yung mga yan, ganyan tipo. Then you have of course again other kind of celebrities like Pacquiao, 
But that, this is where things get interesting. In fairness, si Willie Ong mukhang mataas ng chance niya na baka makapasok na siya sa itong election cycle na to because he did pretty decent in the former Senate races. He did he didn't do as well sa vice presidential race mahabang usapan niya. We can get into that madrama din yan. But it looks like Willie Ong may finally have the chance to get in the Senate should he run for 2025. Mukhang medyo may pagka-reason di pero siya ata baka mag third time lucky siya, di ba? Uh, although previously, of course, he ran for vice presidency. But this is where things get interesting. Pasok dun sa circle, sa Magic 12, potential Magic 12, si Bama Kino, si Kiko Pangilinan, and in fact, the two rank even higher than Lenny Robredo. But all of them are within the range of 10 to 21 or 11 to 27. So theoretically, pasok silang tatlo, or may good chance sila na makapasok sa top 12 if ever they run for office. And then medyo hirap si Francis Tolentino. And then si Gibo Chodor is kind of there gnawing at the at the edges. And then andun din si Richard Gordon, Marrojas, Trillanes, Hunasan, and then the, the rest. No, So if you look at it, exactly katulad ng sinabi natin uh, dun sa previous vlog. It looks like at least there are three opposition, real opposition. Many politicians in our political system. People are honest. People who are incorruptible. I think both Corazon Aquino and Pinoy. Anyone who has a reasonable, you know, state of mind would know that that's the case. Uh, and in fairness, I think as far as intention is also concerned, both Pinoy and Corazon Aquino had very good intentions. Now, we can talk about dun sa mga kakulangan nila. We had separate uh, vlogs on that, on things that Corazon Aquino did not do when she could have pushed for more radical transformative change under the Constitution. She could have pushed for debt cancellation, etc. Partial debt cancellation, odious debt cancellation. Marami din tayo sinabi about Mama Sapano, crisis handling of that, post-crisis management, uh, about Hayan, Yolanda, even about the economy in the West Philippine Sea. I had some reservations with the Aquino administration. But having said all of those things, I think Nino Aquino, the sacrifice he made for the Philippines, the good intentions and the, 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 the kind of clean governance that the both Corazon Aquino and Pinoy represented, despite all of their shortcomings, many, many shortcomings, in terms of bringing about social justice and inclusive development, I think you need someone from the Aquino clan to come out and fight for that name. Uh, and, and, and perhaps the best person to do that is Bama Aquino. He's, he's the fourth, right? Benigno Aquino the fourth or something like that? I, I think he's the right guy. Very smart person. Um, again, I had some concerns about the campaign of Lenny last year, but from some very good friends of mine who know Bama Aquino very, very well. I never had the privilege of meeting him or exchange notes with him. But from some people who actually meet him, you know, have met him, uh, talk to him, they, they always tell me he's actually the very smart, reasonable guy. And, and yes, he was the campaign manager of Lenin and all, but, but actually he was always the one who was thinking ahead and thinking outside the box. But for some reason, of course, hindi parati umubra yung kanyang, let's say, more, more ahead of time or outside the box thinking. Uh, or approach because there were other people to take in consideration. I don't know, yung mga hardcore dilaw and whatever. You can talk about that. Now, going back to this. Um, so I think having someone as young and as successful and as smart as Bahami Kino and someone with that name, coming back to the Senate would be something very, very important. And I think the Kino name has to be done justice to. Now, I think there was a lot of, how should I put it? I mean, over-valorization of Aquino's. Like, parang, you know, alam na, diba? I don't want to go down that. You know what I'm talking about, right? Na parang perfect sila and all of that, which was not true. Obviously, but at the same time, I think there was an overcorrection of that 
Uh, yung pambablastos, all the fake news, disinformation, all of the horrible things said about Ninoy and the Aquinos and all of that. So you need to balance that. You need to correct that. You need to to provide a, uh, you know, proper, uh, you know, you have to carry forward yung legacy. Lumaban ng opposition, yung totoong opposition. For, for a position. Term limited. Okay, any, anyway, mukhang malabo, di ba? Anyway, so, so parang reason na lang. And, and so if, if the pro-BBM camp, right, I know, you, marami sa inyo, galit na galit sa mga Duterte, parang you rather have the BBM camp win. But if the BBM camp completely dominates the 2025 elections, right, and then they go for a constitutional change, and then si Riza lang nandun na single opposition, good luck na lang, di ba? Good luck na lang. So, so hindi lang mababox out ang totoong opposition dyan, baka mababox out din uh, yung mga, you know, more progressive principles and values that you want to see in our in our constitution. So, so yun po yung konteksto. Nang, nang ating, ating conversation today. Anyway, again, sorry, the, the, the internet is horrible. Na-disconnect na naman ako dito sa kabila. Nakaka-distract kasi yan. Kasi you're building momentum. You're trying to say something nice and then the internet cuts out. But anyway, okay, anyway. All I'm saying here is that it's not gonna be easy. Marami mga obstacles. Malakas ang kalaban. Marami re-election is. I think, agree ako kay Ronald na potentially ito yung pinakamahirap na Senate race in recent memory. And dami malalakas na re-election is. Uh, at uh, on, the, on the surface, it looks like labanan ito ng uh, essentially pro-Digong camp and then the more Marcos-leaning or totally pro-Marcos camp. Parang ganun ng labanan. But as I said, there are at least three people from the real opposition who have a pretty good chance of making it to Magic 12. And I won't be surprised. Let's say Lenny doesn't run, but Kiko runs, Bama Kino runs, and then siguro Lenny could rally behind Another candidate like Chel Jokno, I don't know, Marrojas, uh, or someone uh, with, 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 with liberal or progressive credentials, I don't know, Ralph Recto, someone like that, or Frank Rilon. Um, and, and so so they need to get at least two or three people in. Para hindi lang Riza, right? At hindi matotally box out ang opposition. And then siguro Lenny can run for, for governor, or she can run for congressman, or, or mayor, dun sa kailang bailiwick. And then she can become also a rallying cry at the LGU level, at the executive level for the real opposition. Yun lang sinasabi natin. Alright? Thank you very much, mga kameta. So, actually, things are not as hopeless as people think they are. And at the same time, also, wag naman kayo masyadong dismissive sa lahat ng service. In fact, Pulse Asia is the most hopeful survey as far as chances of the opposition is concerned. Kung kinumpara mo yun dun sa mga less established ones uh, na pinag-usapan natin in previous vlogs. The Pulse Asia one is the most hopeful one. And I, I have... I don't have many reasons to doubt this one. I think this is a legit one, this copy that we saw. And I'll post it down there for you guys to see it on your own. And again, all I'm saying here is that it's a fight that is not only worth fighting, it should be fought because there's a very big chance that there'll be pushed for constitutional change after 2025 for two reasons. A, because the pro-BBM camp may do really quite well, so they may have the numbers. And B, because they may decide to make sure na hindi na makabalik yung mga Duterte. So they'll prevent a 2028 scenario whereby, last time we checked, still, Sarah Duterte is the front runner as far as presidential race is concerned. So, yeah, of course, I see Tulfo as a strong alternative. I'm not sure if Martin Romualdez can really, you know, match Sarah Duterte. Things could change. But, you know, the pro-BBM camp may, may say, now, why should we even take the risk, right? We can just change the constitution, go parliamentary, and it's someone like, I don't know, Martin Romualdez, someone close to BBM can become the prime minister. And all you need for that is to have the biggest party, biggest number of votes, and boom, everything will be nice. So that's a very, very big possibility, right? I think more than 50% chance. So you need to have more than just Riza there in the Senate. That's what I'm saying. 
all right? And anyway, if she doesn't run, she can still be the leader of opposition in some sense if she's a major LGU official or a congresswoman or, or I mean, a congresswoman would be also nice, I think, for Len. She could also be a major voice, lower house also. Kind of a fiscalizer on that note. All right. Thank you very much, Mahakameta. Again, pasensya na doon sa mga connection problem dito, especially sa, sa Facebook at sa YouTube, medyo magandang connection natin kasi ginagamit kayo sabi kong 5G. Hindi naman siya mura, pero sige lang. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much, guys, and uh, talk to you soon. Maraming salamat. And please continue to support us, watch us, subscribe. Subscribe to our channels. Libre lang naman. Subscribe, follow, subscribe din dito sa YouTube channel para maayos din natin itong verification natin. So, the two other platforms that I want to, hopefully we can verify sooner are YouTube and also TikTok. Because I'm also thinking of going TikTok live. Alright? Um, of course, yung sa burner phone natin. Alright? So, I need to verify those accounts. No? Para legit talaga tayo. So, we hope to verify itong account natin sa YouTube. So, we have to meet a certain threshold and hopefully also uh, sa, sa YouTube. Yung other naman, Instagram, I don't know, whatever. Yung three, four other platforms. They're all verified anyway. So, alam nyo na ako naman talaga yan. Legit naman talaga yan. Alright? Thank you very much. God bless. And talk to you soon.